it's Rachel and Howard. Hello. From Taste Argentina. Welcome to our second More Than Just Malbec podcast. Um, I have to admit, this is probably about the tenth time we've done this because for one reason or other, we keep messing it up. So if it goes wrong, well, that's just it. This is the last one, isn't <laughs> last it? Last good. Anyway, um, this week the spotlight is on Catena Zapata and the wines are new to our portfolio and we have a live Instagram next week um, with the winemaker. So we just thought it'd be a good opportunity to tell you a little bit about Catena and the tasting. Absolutely, and I'm sure that many of you are familiar with the Catena brand, uh, but for those of you who are new to their wines, we'll just give you a little bit of background. So Nicholas Catena planted his first Malbec vineyards in 1902, so over 100 years ago. Uh, and his grandson, Nicolas Catena, is known as the man who revolutionised Argentinian wine uh, and particularly introduced high-altitude Malbec to the world. When Nicolas began running, running the family winery in the 60s, his father and his grandfather were still making wines according to their old Italian traditions and heritage. And that meant that they were selecting grapes uh, from their own vineyards and aging them in larger casks typically three to four years, um, producing wines that were oxidised and similar in style to those of sherry. And I guess that was very much the style generally around the world at the time. It wasn't particularly unique to, to Argentina. No, and sort of wines now that you wouldn't particularly appreciate, so here we are 60 years down the line. Yeah. Uh, but Nicholas was, was widely travelled and he'd spent time in Bordeaux and also in Napa in California in the 1970s uh, and was really inspired by the regions um, and also their wine making techniques. And so he decided to modernise his own family approach to winemaking. Um, so they had a look at their own processes, improved both techniques at the winery, uh, but also where and how they were planting. And in the early 1980s, um, Catena believed the key was to plant the right varieties uh, in the right location, which meant specifically cooler, higher sites such as the Uca Valley. And this is still very much what the family are doing today. Uh, the business now is headed up by Laura Catena, who is Nicholas's daughter, uh, and is still privately owned and run by the family. Yes, so we have recently taken on, beginning of May, um, the Appalachian and the Outer Wines. Um, and actually, we've been bowled over by how successful they've been. We did the numbers for May last week, and they represented around 10% of our total sales, which is quite something. Yeah, it's done. been a fantastic start for them, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So the Appalachian wines are interesting, as the sentiment behind these wines is very much like the village wines in Burgundy. Catena talks about Argentina sharing Burgundy's Napoleonic Code, which basically means that on a person's death, his or her land is divided equally among his or her heirs. In Burgundy, the village vineyards are similar, sorry, are small and are often owned by siblings and cousins within the same family. In Mendoza, it's very similar um, with over half of the vineyards less than four hectares in size um, and often owned by multiple family members. So you can imagine there's a few um, falling yeah, a few out going eggs. there, but a lot of fun at the same yeah. time. And the flavours <laughs> of the Appalachian wines express the diversity of terroir and historic farming customs of these local families. And I really love that sentiment. Um, and I think it makes you realise that when people refer to Argentina as a new world wine region, it's actually quite misleading. Um, it's got a rich history of winemaking, uh, very much influenced by European immigration over the centuries. Indeed, Catena comes from, Catena family uh, originates in Italy. Yeah, and so it's new world from the perspective that new to, maybe new to the UK market over the last sort of 15 or 20 years, yeah. but not so much new, of course, in terms of the actual production. And some of the oldest vines you'll find in, in pockets around the world, um, so yeah. From the um, Appalachian range, we have uh, San Carlos Cabernet Franc, 
um, the Lacan Salt and Malbec, which is currently the best-selling wine, um, and the Vista Floris Malbec, and they're priced from $15.99, so really good value. And um, we're seeing lots of repeat orders for those wines. So if you haven't tried them before, they're available to buy now from tasteargentina.co.uk. Okay, and then what, what, one level up from, uh, from the Appalachian wines is the, uh, the Catena Alta range. Um, and so here we're talking about old vines, uh, hugely concentrated, rich but beautifully balanced, with fresh acidity and some lovely vanilla from their ageing in French oak. Uh, so there are two wines in the range that we're stocking. That's the 2018 Alta Chardonnay, and the 2017 Alta Malbec. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll actually be tasting the 2017 Alta Malbec along with the Appalachian Cab Franc uh, containers, um, wine, with Catena's winemaker at our live Instagram on the 29th of June. Uh, if you'd like to join us for that, pop along to the website, tasteargentina.co.uk, uh, put Catena into the search bar and you'll see the tasting duo pop up and you can buy the wines then. And we're actually really excited about this event because it means we get to travel and see people face to face rather than virtually. So we're going to be joining Eclio, who's the brand ambassador for Catena in London. He's going to cook up some Argentinian food on an asado, um, which is a bit like cooking on a campfire. Um, and then we're going to be linking up with a winemaker live in Argentina for the tasting. Um, so it should be a really good evening. It'll be a fun evening. And of course, on the 29th of June, there's something else going on. We've got England playing in the uh, the last 16 of the of the European Championship. So we'll be we'll be wrapped up by eight o'clock in time for the football. So if you'd like to join us before, as Rachel says, that'll be great. Um, so thank you for joining us and for listening. We'll be back in July when we will be discussing the uh, Argentine harvest of 2021. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye